Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Well, hey, everyone, we're back with another episode of What is the Point? And I am here with John Martz and Heather Harmon. And I am am Bryce Clark, if you don't know me, just a friend of the point and excited to be here. Man, I got to tell you, Bryce, good to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me back. You had me open. That was I was so nervous. (laughs) If you didn't know, Bryce was the original curator of said What is the Point podcast. So you have been in Texas for a little while, back here for a week or two. Maybe Three a weeks. few more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. You kind of hey, the beauty of a now. remote job. That's very, that's very true. So, uh, man, just seeing you just brings back some old memories, some old emotions. What do you think of the mustache? Oh, if you don't know, Bryce has a very solid <laughs> mustache. It's a new right thing. Now. I'm a huge proponent of the mustache. Thank you. Typically, I'm not. I'm like, no. But I, I really like I it on you. I appreciate that. I really You're like the it. first person that told me that. I so mean I kept it. it. You had a great stash face. You do. Oh, thank you. It I think makes it's me look the chin. The shape I can't of grow anything chin. else, so it really helps. <laughs> Did you say what about my chin? It's the shape of your chin. Like oh, the gosh. mustache really. That's really nice. Accentuates. So today we're talking about mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> we're just pulling an audible. Uh, but no, hey, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sing a little verse of one of my favorite songs, okay? Oh, no. And I want you to tell me if you can tell me who sings it. Oh, no. I'm really bad. Are you ready? Yeah. Got me in my feels like. <laughs> Drake. Yes, that's there you what go. I, what? I don't even know that song. I just said Drake. Wow. Oh my god. I gosh. think that was like a horrible. That's so funny. Though. That Rest was so it. good. No, I'm a Drake connoisseur, and I, Drake never crossed my mind. What? Mm-hmm. I totally guess. So I, I don't have any valuable on that wow. here. It's insane. That's unbelievable. Well, hey, <laughs> if you didn't know, today we are talking about emotions, talking about all in our feels. Okay. And really just talking about how we can use emotion to be a better leader and a better Christ follower. And I know for a lot of us, we think based on our personality, um, you know, we're either emotionless or we're full of emotions, (laughs) right? We can very easily uh, land on one extreme or the other. But today, here's what I want to ask you guys. What emotions are good and what emotions are bad? <laughs> Trick that's question. A big, that's I right. Know. Oh, is it? Oh. Well, I think kind of because there's just a couple different ways. And we say this a lot on the podcast too. We may disagree here and then ultimately we almost never disagree. But we might disagree here because I'm going to say that I don't know that there really are any bad emotions. You're looking at – do you agree? Disagree? Guys, we have not talked about this at all. <laughs> not at until all. Until this podcast. So Heather, this explain, explain. Okay, let me explain. So I just think that – Okay, I think we've said this before, emotions and feelings, like they're gauges, not guides. And so for that reason, like I think emotions can be a good thing because when I experience an emotion, if I get down to that underlying, what is the true root cause of this emotion, right? Like it's never this emotion that I'm experiencing. It's usually something deeper. If you do a little digging, like there's something Mm -hmm. that I am struggling with or just totally not addressing at all that's making me experience these emotions. So I could argue that there are no bad emotions because they all 
are a gauge of something else that is happening. It's just what you do with those emotions. If you react or respond. You know, it's funny because I put emotion should guide us. But I like gauge better. Wow. It's way better. But I think what you're saying, Heather, and this is kind of what I thought of when I looked at this question was like emotions are a sign of something mm-hmm. going on with uh, deeper within you. And yeah. so I think it's really important to, to listen to those emotions and um, take time to do that. But I think for me, like when I've had good, bad happy, sad emotions come up. Like it's a, it's a warning sign mm-hmm. of something in my life. And I think it's easy to like just push through the emotion and try to get to the other side, whatever that might be. I mean, of course, if it's a joyful emotion, <laughs> happy emotion, you want to have that forever, yep. but it usually doesn't last forever, <laughs> which is okay. But usually we just want to push through, um, especially when they're negative emotions. And I think um, the, the important lesson that I've learned is, is when I want to push through, I need to, I need to slow down. Mm. I need to step back. I need to go a little bit deeper because it's usually telling me something. Um, And it's really easy, I think, for me to want to lead with like thinking or want to lead with like my mind or like strategy, but really like my emotions are telling me everything I need to know. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's great. For me, I love, I love that gauge idea. I just look at it as data. So another kind of way to say that. So um, one of the things that I love the most is, have you guys ever seen Inside Out? Yeah. No. Oh, (laughs) Oh, wait, that's I mean, the, I know what you're talking about. Inside Out, the yes, movie. Yes. Yeah, like I've not little, seen it. They're but. like these little creatures yeah, in this like little angry. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, in the head of this girl, Riley. So she has like all these different emotions. And basically at the end of the movie, I would suggest watching it. It's very yeah, helpful, okay? Yeah. But at the end of the movie, I mean, Joy kind of like thinks like, okay, Joy is the emotion you should have all the time, right? right. Like that's how you know you're like healthy, yeah. I guess. But realizing that, Every single one of your emotions plays into each other and they all have a role. They all have a spot. It's important that you listen to all of them. Doesn't mean that they all have to drive all the time, Yeah. but it, it is super important in that. And so uh, I really love that. Uh, check that out. It's super helpful. But <laughs> the movie, is the movie, it's great. Have, it's so we don't okay. have kids, John. So they're like in this, wow. this headquarter world and they all look like yes. little Dominion yes. like things. Dominion. Dominion. Old Dominion. Guys, check out Old Dominion. It's a band. band. (laughs) Minions. I love it. I'm back, guys. This is it. But little minions. Yeah, you check it out. It's fun. But it's great. It's like all of these emotions all have their place. Mm -hmm. Looking at them not as negative or positive is going to be important moving forward in this podcast. And so how about this? What role should these emotions play in your life? So now that we've kind of nailed down, okay, maybe they're not good or bad. Let's not look at them that way. They're data. They're they're a gauge. Mm -hmm. Uh, What role should they play in your life? Yeah, I mean, I I saw it actually on Instagram just yesterday, which was kind of crazy because we're, you know, preparing for this conversation today. But it said um, feelings are like children. You don't want them driving the car, but you also like shouldn't stuff them in the trunk either, (laughs) which I thought was like a funny way of looking at it. And it kind of is back into the gauges and guides thing. But um, man, I just think they can be so important. And I know for me, like even this week, I've been really just like irritable and like quick to just like snap at people who I'm not even like angry at or anything. And I'm like, ah, like, I'm really sorry that I'm doing that to you. And and I had to like, just kind of like take a step back of like, there's a lot going on in my life right now. And if I, I'm experiencing a ton of emotions, like there's a lot of excitement, but also stress. And, and when you're constantly 
leaning on those things and kind of riding that excitement wave and then riding the stress wave. It's just like there's no time to actually do the hard thinking work and getting alone with God of like, okay, there's some big things that are happening in my life. Yes. But like, how can I steward these things well and use this season to help other people and to really lay this foundation for the rest of my life, honestly, like it's like you, I was recently engaged. So like there's that's a huge congrats. Thank you. That's it. It's a huge <laughs> stepping stone. Right. And so it's like there's so much that goes with that. It's very exciting, but it's stressful. And, and then you have work and family and all of these other things, too. And so it's like I can get really caught up in that and and not actually like at the end of the day, what I'm preparing for a marriage, right? I'm not preparing for a wedding. And I can get really caught up in the excitement and the stress of planning a wedding that I'm not focusing on laying the foundation of my marriage that or my soon-to-be marriage, right? And so I do that a lot, a lot, a lot in my life where I just let emotions lead. And I think that's a slippery slope uh, because our, our emotions, we can't – Sometimes it's just a slippery slope. I love that. And I feel like I'm the opposite. <laughs> so I'm the type of person where I'm like, okay, I think what makes me – a good leader or a good person is like, I can set all emotion aside and like mm. make a decision on that. Yeah. But I feel, I do feel like that robs me from a lot of things. And I also know this, like emotions, I've heard it been said, it's kind of like a, a beach ball that you push underwater sometimes. So mm. the more you push it underwater, you can hide it for a while. Yeah. But as soon as you lose grip, that thing's popping out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's what happens. Like I, I ignore it. I push it down. I'm constantly, you know, okay, mm-hmm. let, let's not, let's make a decision based on logic, you know, mm-hmm. not emotion. And uh, every once in a while, just kind of like, I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? Like that just, yeah. how did I, why did I say that? What, yeah. what happened there? Um, <laughs> and you can like bottle those things up. And so I think like what makes me a good leader is I can remove emotion. But what robs me from being a great leader is just not being able to listen to that emotion oh, wow. and be able to use it and show compassion and, yeah. and really, you know, again, not let it drive. Yeah. But not stick it in the trunk and ignore it. Yeah, so. that's good. I think it I think it just has to be a balance because yeah. when I hear you say that, I'm like, that's such an asset that you have that you can really just like be illogical. When I am in usually like a a heated situation or like maybe there's confrontation or something, I'm just like, I immediately I'm so dramatic. I'm like, <laughs> kick them out. Or like stop talking to them. That's ridiculous. Remove them from your life entirely. And then that same person is a mutual friend with John Martz, and they'll go have a conversation with John Martz, and John says some awesome prophetic thing of like, do you want to be right? Or do you nice. want to have a relationship? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I definitely to want job. to be right. <laughs> like I'm going to call a spade a spade here. But, and so I think that's such an asset for you to be able to remove the emotion. And, and sometimes you need it, right? Like you said, like sometimes you want to experience that emotion so that you can, you know, really empathize with people. But I just think there's like a time and a place. It's so situational and it really is a balance, but um, I know sometimes I could really benefit from like removing <laughs> emotions. Yeah, and I feel the opposite. I'm like, I feel yeah. like I could really benefit on yeah. tuning into emotions and like listening to those yeah. sometimes and like being off, like honestly authentic and yeah. real in some of those situations. So. That's why we're such a good team. There you go. John. Boom. <laughs> I'm in the room with legends over here. Okay. To flip the script a little bit, just, a, I'd love to ask a question, John, specifically when you're talking about like situationally, how your emotions come out, how, how do you see that play out with Mel? I'd be curious because I know there's a lot of young adults out there who maybe are in a relationship, maybe are. I feel like you'd have valuable perspective there. Oh, so what you're saying is how how do I remove emotion like from a marriage and make decisions? Or well, is Mel different than you? In oh, yes. How so, she handles emotions. So I, I will say this: um, if you've ever taken the Enneagram, that's a super helpful tool to understand just how you guys think and process information. But um, for both of us, we land in the logical category. Okay. Mm. So even when we 
I, I don't want to say like when we have a disagreement when we're like sort of bickering at each other like all of our fights unfortunately are who is the most logically right so none of it is just like <laughs> yeah. i just feel this way like feelings go out the table no, for both really? of us you're proving a point you're right? proving a point yeah, yeah, yeah. so whoever's the most logical wins <laughs> and i hate Which, that because you know, mel is obviously more yeah, logical it's always, always. always so and, and i will say that i mean she's an observer that's yeah. like like her whole thing so she's always processing things that i've said and done yeah. and like keeping them that in her you head. totally forgot about yeah. oh absolutely so I'll sometimes change my mind mid-conversation, and she's like, Mm-mm, that goes against what you just said earlier. So, And I'm like, dang it, you are so true. That's awesome. Um, and I'm not saying that's the most healthy. I'm just saying that is like that is tuned into our personality as far as like that's just how we see life logically. Mm-hmm. So if somebody came up and they were like, man, I know it doesn't make sense, but I just really feel this. Mm-hmm. I, most of the time, realistically, unfortunately, I would dismiss that. Mm-hmm. And that's, not, that's something I want to be better at. Wow. is listening to those emotions. And the same thing for me, listening to, honestly, the Holy Spirit in my life yeah. and what that looks like. Because I know for me, I'm always thinking, well, that doesn't make sense. Mm. So why would I do that? Why would I make this leap of faith if that doesn't make sense? Mm. Um, and I can I can blame my personality on that <laughs> or I can yeah. change, you know, and actually have tough conversations and, and uh, you know, listen to some of those emotions yeah, in my life. But yeah, that's just how our personality is. And I know for other people, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Both of you are based on feeling mm-hmm. and logic gets kind of thrown out of the window a little bit. And it's like, well, I just feel like this is right. I feel, and you have to listen to those feelings. You can't ignore them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have to like understand the place of it. So yeah. mm, that's good. That's super helpful. I think a lot of times I've realized that when I make big decisions in my life, I think I'm making them logically, <laughs> but I'm actually mm. making them emotionally and I'm justifying mm. them with logic. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever ran into I, I don't that. think that's necessarily wrong though. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there has to be, there probably, and as much as I say that I'm logical, there's probably some emotion tied yeah. to it. And it's probably emotion from my past that I haven't processed and I listen to. And I'm like, I think that's it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. I, it's just like, I've, I, and I heard that before and then I reflected on it and put in that way. And it was like, you know, we make these decisions about big things in our life mm. subconsciously. Uh, yeah. And those are really fed out of like something deep within. Mm-hmm. But then when we're talking to our friend or someone where we like, we'll tell them the logic behind the decision. <laughs> so like, I would dig into that yes. a little bit, even in your yes. own life, as you're looking of like, how do emotions play into my life into my relationship with God into my decisions and, and it's so funny too because most of the times when you do sit down and have that conversation with somebody or you sit down and have that conversation and you're real with yourself like you generally know the answer to mm-hmm. whatever you're going through and like I was I was talking to Trent just the other day yeah. uh, who Heather's engaged with and you know he's talking about a couple options that he could do and like dude he was so like landed on one yeah I was like dude it seems like you've already made your decision oh, he's like yeah as I was talking to you it's like I'm pretty sure I, I'm gonna do that and I was like yeah I know yeah Right, it, it, you know, and uh, it, and it, he, he was using both, you know, mm-hmm. the, the logic and the emotion tied to it. Um, but it's just so interesting when you do that. So we, we've kind of talked about not letting emotions, you know, obviously you don't want them driving, but you don't want them in, in the trunk. So how do you live if you're somebody kind of more like Heather, maybe where you it's easy to let emotions lead you? Mm-hmm. How, how how do you deal with that? How can you live a little bit more balanced? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I mean, I, I feel like I'm just like answering this different questions with the same answers. But again, like I can just usually tell how healthy or unhealthy spiritually I am based on that reaction. If it's a reaction, I know I'm not very mm. healthy. I'm not in a healthy spot. If I can take the time to process and respond, 
um, like a reasonable adult would, then I know <laughs> that I'm in a better space um, spiritually. But I, I, it has to be intentional. I don't think so. I think sometimes like there's just a lot that goes on in our lives, right? Like we're, we're busy young adults and there's a lot going on. And so we don't always like create that space to do that check of like, Hey, where am I actually at? And, um, I was at dinner with Trent last night and he just like looked at me and he was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I could have cried literally when he asked me well, that you question. Are, you had already yeah. cried. Well, I had cried because in, an older so. couple. <laughs> yeah. Valid I already question. Cried. I had already she cried. She told us that earlier. Yeah. Oh, man. But I was like, ah, like I, I'm feeling like completely overwhelmed. Like, and I haven't done the time to just like really sit down and like check of like, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Why? Like, what things can I take away? What, like, am I not stewarding well? What habits am I picking up or leaving behind that are helpful or not helpful? Um, and that was truly like the first time that I had sat down really in like the three weeks since we got engaged to just like, really like, how are you feeling? Um, and I was so glad that he asked me that question because I'm like, okay, this really created a space for me to like talk through Mm. what those emotions are and what that feels like. And not that they're all bad, like there's some good things too, but again, it's just like, how can I spend this season in a way that's really going to matter later on? And not just for me, like, yes, I got engaged and that's a personal experience, but also like, it's still not just all about me. Right. And I also need to be checked with that because I can get into this cadence of where all I think and care about is me. Um, again, a dangerous place to be. So, um, I think that's a reason too, why community is really important and connection is really important because when we're experiencing these emotions, um, Mm -hmm. we can talk them through with other people. And like, if we don't have community, then we have to experience and deal with those things or not deal with those things all on our own. And again, dangerous place to be. Um, or maybe therapy, like therapy is a good tool for that too. I have several friends who are like, I never thought that therapy would be a thing that I like quote unquote needed to go to. But since I've been going there, I didn't realize like all of these emotions and things that I'm sitting with and completely ignoring, um, that I've now talked through and I'm now handling and dealing with in a responsible way through therapy. So there's tools and resources and assets out there, but I think community is a really, really good place to start. And I love what you said, because I love that your fiance brought that up and then you were able to process that. Mm -hmm. And so for so many people sitting here, you know, you're like, well, okay, I just need a really good fiance to do that. You know, I need, I need really good friends (laughs) who will do that. that. (laughs) I need really, yeah, of course. We'll do a speed dating thing soon. Um, So, you know, I I need a really good spouse to do that. I I need really good community to do that. At the end of the day though, like you're the only one who can do that heavy lifting. 100%. So can they prompt it? Absolutely. Can they help? Absolutely. But you are going to have to get alone, get away Mm -hmm. and do that. Even Jesus did that. Uh I mean, that's what's so important. But one of the things that you'll realize when you are able to get away that you will be the first person to recognize your emotions that you're having. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Because the last thing you want is everybody around you to be like, whoa, mm-hmm. I've got some anger right now. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're just like, what? I'm not angry. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. <laughs> wow, they're frustrated. I'm not frustrated. <laughs> you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I see this all the time with my, uh, my toddler. So yeah. emotions are big all the time. <laughs> and I mean, just throwing himself down on the ground and yeah. I have to deal with Mel. And then my toddler does that. And then, yeah. I mean, it's just wild. So, uh, but yeah, it, you need to be the first person to realize your emotions. And mm-hmm. that's only going to happen if you're able to take that time, get away, process that. 100%. Yeah. I, I wrote it down this way. Uh, don't lead with emotions, listen to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I said that earlier. And I think that's what you're alluding to is yeah. like, take that time to be by yourself and really try to listen. But sometimes that's not even helpful, um, depending on who you are. Because for me, I can get alone 
and try to listen and I'm not I'm not hearing anything. <laughs> and so that's where for me I found, you know, people who I can process with that can listen to mm-hmm. me even and what they're able to do and like I have a really good uh mentor who's actually sitting in this room right now, John, and he's been it's this me. for me. So I gotta give him a little <laughs> different shout John. out. Different but, John. <laughs> yeah, different John. <laughs> um the older John. The you know Elder John. Elder John. Wiser. There you go. Wiser. <laughs> wisdom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Keep going, keep going. Better looking. Better <laughs> yeah. But a lot of times like I'm I'm having these emotions that I, I really can't process. Yeah. And by talking to John, for example, I'm able to uh, say kind of where I'm at and I'm verbally externally processing that and then what he's able to do is say hey it sounds like this is what's going on or it sounds like you're saying this mm, and he's yep. just kind of saying back to me mm-hmm. what I'm telling him but because he's saying it back to me I'm like you're right yeah that is what's going on thank you for that and you know we were even having a conversation last week where you know I was driving home from Texas and there was just a lot going on that day mm-hmm. and uh we were talking about some some new uh entrepreneurial thing that, that we were discussing and I didn't realize it but I was kind of my emotions were starting to like take control and it really like we reflected on it later on and it was because like I didn't realize in the moment but I was coming home from Texas I was trying to, to be back by a certain time and I had a bunch of things planned and like my schedules were, was really tightly packed and I just kind of let that get the best of me and even through our conversation mm-hmm. like that came out in, in a negative way mm. and I had to come back the next week and say whoa 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 like let's reflect on this like what happened and I was able to kind of externally process my day with John That's and he good. was able to say, hey, it sounds like this is what was happening. And that was just really helpful for me because it's not always like, oh, you're going to get alone and reflect and spend time with God and you're going to you're gonna know what's going on in your life. You mm-hmm. maybe need that trusted friend or advisor. So. Absolutely. I love it because it's not an either or, it's a both and. Yeah, because absolutely. it's not, well, just get alone or grab community. It's like probably both is yeah. going to be helpful at different times in your life, whether you feel stuck or whether you feel like, You've been jumping from party to thing to party to thing, and it's just like, I haven't gotten a loan. I needed, you know, because no one can process for you, but people can help you process certain parts that then you can take back and chew on. So, And can I hit one more thing? Uh, And I think you hit this job, but I want (laughs) people to know this, is that emotions aren't bad. We we hit this up top, but they are not bad. Um, And you said it, Jesus had emotions. He wept when he lost his friend Lazarus. What did he do? He went alone and and got alone and got with God. And Mm -hmm. he spent time alone and he tried to listen. You know, God got angry in the Old Testament at the Israelites for keeping, you know, continually walking away from God. And like, these are emotions that you can see in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's just how you deal with them. I think that's the difference, whether yeah. it's healthy or unhealthy. But having emotions is not a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's really good. So we talked about how to not let emotions kind of lead your life. How do you not let, you know, how do you not ignore emotions mm-hmm. and just stick them in the trunk? This is this is good. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let story time. Get the popcorn story. <laughs> I have the craziest stories. Um, so one time I was driving my car and I don't Something. It. This already seems fake. <laughs> Not true. She didn't have a car. She I, rides horses. <laughs> farm girl. <laughs> anyway, so I'm driving my car in Springfield and something hits my leg. And I'm like, weird, Whoa. random. And I bend down while I'm driving, which was not a, ever a good idea. But I pick up a bolt, like a literal bolt or screw. Okay. So it obviously fell out of my steering wheel area. Yikes. And seems I'm like, safe. oh, a bolt. Wild. <laughs> And I stick it in. This is in. a new car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brand new. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was like a year old at this sure. point. Yeah. Those Hondas. No, I'm it's kidding. Not- it's, a, it's a Jeep. <laughs> 
And so I picked the bolt up. I put it in my driver's side door, you know, like the little uh, cup holder thing that's there. And I just go on about my day. And I'm like, that's crazy. I That's not a normal experience, right? But it happened. And it's just another day in the life of me. And I'll get to it when I get to it. I, I had an appointment two weeks later um, for like my windshield wiper fluid tank or something. So I was like, oh, well, I'm, I already have that scheduled. I'll just take care of it when I'm there, right? So it's just two weeks. It's just a bolt under my steering wheel. No big deal. Acknowledge that it happened, went on with my life. And so two weeks go by, I go to Corwin, I pull up, I tell him why I'm there. And I'm like, oh, and by the way, do you see that bolt? Yeah, that fell out of like my steering wheel like two weeks ago. So, and I literally said verbatim, so do with that what you will. Yeah. And dude looks at me like I had three heads. He's like, it fell out of your steering wheel? And I was like, yeah, 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 somewhere down there. And he's like, two weeks ago? And I'm like, yeah. Like, he was way more concerned about it than I was. <laughs> so I go to the waiting room. An hour goes by. Two hours goes by. I'm like, okay, this isn't good. <laughs> and they come in there finally, and they're like, hey, Heather, why don't you come with us? Oh, and I'm no. like, okay. So I do the walk of shame in front of all of these people. And they take me to, like, the back, back shop okay so I know I'm in trouble and he's like have you ever noticed that your car makes this weird sound when you move your steering wheel like at all but especially like when you really turn it I'm like yeah I have noticed that <laughs> that's, it's done it since the day I just got factory yeah <laughs> like what do you mean yeah. it's a brand new car of course it does yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like and that's why I said I'm like yeah it's done that since the day I drove it off the lot and quite literally every time somebody gets in my car they're like what's that sound I'm like oh it's my steering wheel it just always uh, does it yeah like so I've known that it's happened right and they've got my steering wheel completely torn apart. Like the bottom half of it, it's completely down. And he's like, come over here and look at this. And he turns my steering wheel and he's like, do you see how every time you turn your wheel, it's poking into your airbag? Oh. And I'm like, I see it now. Oh, man. And he's like, I have no idea how your airbag has not gone off while you're driving. I have no idea. He's like, you could have really, really hurt yourself or worse, somebody else wow. who had nothing to do with this, right? Just driving down the road. My airbag could have gone off. I could have swerved. I could have hurt a lot of people. And that's like a dramatic example. That's just like a day in my life. But it's like a dramatic. <laughs> Heather's dramatic. We <laughs> get can, it. I can tell you stories for days of these stupid things that I do. Because like in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, no, a literal bolt fell out of my <laughs> steering wheel. And I just kept going. Like nothing was wrong. But I think like when I'm thinking about like our emotions and stuff, it's very, very similar, right? Like we experience an emotion and we're like, oh, there's that. That's probably not the way it should be. Like I just noticed this thing happened and it feels Probably not right, but I don't have the time to deal with it right now, or I've got some time in two weeks to deal with it. I'll oh. just address it then, right? And we let it go, and we let it go, and we let it go. And then one day, one small turn happens, and the whole thing blows mm -hmm. up, right? Mm -hmm. And I hurt myself, and I hurt people around me who have nothing to do. People didn't make this decision to ignore a very obvious sign in their life, but I did, and now I'm going to blow up, and I'm going to hurt everybody in the process. And again, like that seems dramatic, but I think that that's just – it's that's why it's so important not to ignore things in our life, both mentally and physically and spiritually when they come up, like back to what you're saying, it's not a bad thing to experience emotions like we're human, right? Like it's a human experience. It doesn't make us bad. It makes us human, but we have to address it. We can't ignore those things when they happen or b something bad can and will happen. And yeah. It will not only hurt yourself, but yeah. others. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, um, <clears throat> I like what you're saying, almost address it. I, one thing that's helped me is just define it. So yeah. now that we are kind of on the same page mm -hmm. and emotions aren't a bad thing, like there's something that we want to listen to. Um, it's not weird when somebody asks you how you are to be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Things are good. It's whatever. 
Uh, no, you can define that. And be like, I think I'm sad right now, mm-hmm. and that's okay. <laughs> like that, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And usually, um, doing that diffuses the emotion that you're feeling. Absolutely, yeah. it kind of robs it of some of its power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't, yeah, you don't so have if you're to happy, be this don't perfect. Do it. Don't say yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say you don't have to be like this perfect. I don't know. Yeah. Person and people have emotions, so that's just a human thing. And so, um, I, I I love that. I think this was great. Um, and. I don't really have anything else to add to that. I think you guys hit it head on. I'll say one more thing. Um, <clears throat> just when it comes to even helping other people process their emotions, because that's mm-hmm. something that as young adults, I think we want to be good at. We want to be helpful in that process. I know when a lot of people listen to this podcast, they don't immediately think of themselves. They're like, oh, God, my roommate really needs to hear this. Okay. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. My, but share, my wife share, really share needs to hear this. My, yeah. <laughs> share it with them. Yeah. Um, and so it, here's what I want us to understand. There's this verse in Galatians 2. It says this. It says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will mm-hmm. fulfill the law of Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I love this verse um, because it says, carry each other's burdens. And what I always read it as, fix each other's burdens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yep. I need to fix people's emotions. Yep. All right. They come in, maybe they lost a loved one. I'm like, how are they feel? They're feeling sad. Oh, I need to make them happy. Mm-hmm. I need to fix it. Mm-hmm. I need to go the other route. Yep. And just one of the best attributes as a friend, as a mentor, as what whatever you are in the stage of life that you're in right now, um, just helping people process those emotions doesn't come from fixing their emotions. Mm-hmm. That's comes good. from carrying that burden with them. And when you really truly do that, all that you do is help them define their emotion. Mm-hmm. So what, what, how are you feeling now that you've lost a little? I, I feel very sad. Mm-hmm. Now validate that. Man, I, I think that's a very human response right now. Yeah. I think it's okay to be sad. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus was sad. Other people are sad. Like that's a very common response. I would actually be alarmed if you weren't sad. Right. Like yeah. th- if you were pushing that so far under that you weren't yeah. feeling that and expressing that. And so if that's just helpful at all to you, use it, uh, recognize that. I know a lot of people, they go through their day and they have situations that happen and they never define the emotion. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, um, maybe like they feel like they've failed. Man, I feel like a failure. That's not an emotion. Mm-hmm. What's the emotion that you feel? Oh, I, I feel frustrated. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, now we can start. Yeah. Tell me more about that frustration that you feel. And then you can start to work on those. So um, that's helpful on both ends. So uh, all in all, here's what I just want to recap. Emotions, not bad. Okay. <laughs> it's data. It's, yeah. it's, it's just a gauge to be able to use those things. So wherever you're at on the spectrum, I think it's helpful to either say, hey, I feel like I'm led by emotion or, hey, I feel like I push that down and ignore it to kind of meet more in the middle. And, and hopefully you've gotten some helpful tools to be able to do that. But mm-hmm. if you have any questions, if you want any, uh, if you want any of Heather or Bryce's advice, um, you, can <laughs> always, <John. laughs> you can always email us at whatisthepointatnorthpointchurch.tv or slide into those DMs at NP The Point. I love it. We'll see you next week, guys. See you guys. Bye, guys.